Welcome back to the Nationally Syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love talking to my next guest. He's a great medical professional, one of the most pro-patient people I know out there. Uh, and I talk to some really great people in the healthcare field. And yet, every time we talk, my blood pressure always goes up. It's an ironic situation because he really brings some things to our conversations each time he's on that, uh, you know, just literally just drives me crazy because it needs to be addressed. And frankly, some of these things as we're well into the 21st century having not been addressed blows my mind even further. A lot of people already know who I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Dr. David Wilcox. Uh, he's a nurse. He's a doctor-prepared nurse is what they, I believe is a proper expression. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Phenomenal journey. You know, and, and, you know we get comments about you and your, your uh, interviews and your articles, but, uh, you know, the biggest thing that people keep referring to is your story. They think your story is awesome, as do I. So before we get into our topic, uh, you know, I, I've assured listeners I will reoccurringly ask you to just give real briefly your story on why you are the advocate for uh, people when it comes to their health. Sure. So as a young man, um, I was a, a terrible teenager and started having children very early. Um, my daughter was multiply handicapped and I used to have to take her around to various appointments with doctors and interact with medical professionals. What I saw, the 19-year-old me saw during that time was these guys are really compassionate, the nurses and the docs, but the system that they worked in um, was not the most efficient. And so I went in, I was in manufacturing and when I got downsized, I decided I was going to become a nurse. And so I became an LPN and, uh, and then started my nursing journey. I eventually worked my way up to my doctorate of nursing practice. Um, and all the time I was thinking about what is the best way to inform the regular public about how to stay safe in the American healthcare system. Because the medical errors are the third leading cause of death. Just think about that for a second. Behind cardiovascular disease and cancer comes medical errors. And no clinician goes in there um, thinking that they're going to commit an error, but it happens all the time. It happens because they're busy and they're stressed out. And you as a patient need to be well informed about how to navigate the American healthcare system. And I have made that my mission and my journey to inform you so that you don't get harmed in those situations. You can intervene and be a partner in your healthcare. Yeah, very good. And you have a lot of empathy uh, that I think is so uh, important in all this. You're, you're really very much like a crusader and uh, really love your passion for what you do. And real quickly, give your best website just to get us started, because sometimes I get so wrapped up in the conversation, I forget to bring it back up. Your best website yes. to get more information. Sure. It's drdavidhelps.com, Dr davidhelps.com. And we're going to talk about a tool that I have today um, called Free Healthcare Resource Guides. I've done the legwork for you. All you have to do is sign up to get my updates and you'll get this free healthcare resource guide, which gives you one-click access to what we're going to talk about today, um, checking out your doctor and doing research on them. 
Yeah, absolutely. People have got to know this. And uh, there's so many horror stories. And it's funny because, you know, people will do some serious uh, research into the person that works in their car. (laughs) You you kind of alluded to such in your article that people will be able to find going through priceofbusiness.com, but not so much necessarily on their far more important bodies. Right, exactly. Healthcare is one of those things that people just go in and, and trust. Um, and in this day and age, you can't go into anything and just trust. It's, you know, 99% of the nurses and docs that you interact with have your best interests at heart. But then there are a few small percentage of people that either A, can't do their jobs correctly and put people in harm, or don't have your best interests at heart. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And as you alluded to, you know, every profession has some bad actors. You Consider mechanics who want to do unnecessary work on your car or plumbers who overcharge you for their work. While this is significant, it only affects your trust and your wallet. With medical errors being the third leading cause of death in healthcare, these bad actors can significantly harm you and in some extremes cost you your life, um, which I have seen, unfortunately, in my practice. So, yeah, certainly yeah, cause of death. I mean, it's unbelievable. And I think part of it has to do, well, come on, part of his name is doctor or her name. It's doctor. Anyone with a name like doctor can't be bad. I mean, facetious, of course, that's her title, not their name. But, uh, but there's this, you know, white coat phenomenon, right, that, uh, that is almost like a pre- the, the, the clothes of a priest uh, in generations past in terms of shock and awe to the people dealing with them. But that is not a, that's not a, a pass for them to not be vetted. Or that's right. At least. Yeah, So definitely. jump right into it. Okay. So I started reading this article, which caused me to write the article that I wrote for our show, Kevin, um, about this doctor who is employed by Columbia University Medical Center, um, Dr. Robert Hayden. He was an OBGYN or an obstetrics doctor. And he was recently sentenced to 20 years in prison for sexually abusing his patients. Think about that for a second. Young women, um, middle-aged women, he had been doing this for 25 years, between 1987 and 2012. And although the university was getting complaints about his behavior, they did absolutely nothing, nothing, until it rose to the top and he was charged formally. So... It, you know, why, why did they do nothing? And then I read about a nurse, a nurse who was sentenced to 48 months in prison because she was stealing narcotics, uh, fentanyl from sterile vials and putting normal saline back in. She worked in an outpatient surgery center. So here's these patients who are in pain. They've just been operated on and they're getting normal saline for pain relief. I mean, that's a, that's a bad actor. That's something that shouldn't happen. Um, so, you know, for me, my, my story's a bit extreme, but I can remember when I was a house supervisor at a local hospital, and I was taking care of patients, and part of my responsibilities was that when patients would get into lethal situations, which we call codes, I was called as part of the code team to do the CPR, push the drugs, work with a resident who was on that night um, to save their lives. And I started noticing an uptick of patients from a newer doc that we had hired in one of our service lines. It was like 80% of the patients that I was coding belonged to this one doctor. So I 
recorded my findings and I went to administration. I said, hey, guys, I think we got a problem here. And uh, I showed them what, what was going on. And uh, they told me, well, you know, continue to collect the data. Um, with, thanks for making us aware and sent me on my way. I didn't get the results I wanted out of that meeting. So fast forward a couple weeks later, I'm taking care of, well, I'm not taking care of, there was a, a young lady on an ICU unit that just gave birth to a baby and um, was a patient of this doctor's. And so she codes, and we do everything we can do to save her, but she ends up dying. And, uh, and so when I went back to review the record, this doctor had ordered a test, um, you know, to look at her arteries because it's very common to have like a dissecting aorta artery, um, which means that it's got a leak in it, right? It opens up, which is very dangerous because you can bleed out through it. And that's what happened to her. But he did a test and he totally missed it. Um, just, it blew my mind. Um, of course, you know, handling the family and handling the situation was just terrible. And staff morale was just terrible for this to happen. But it was because this guy was allowed to practice, even though the hospital system knew that at this point that many of the code cases that we were seeing was because of this one individual. That was a straw that broke the camel's back, and they did get rid of him. Did he do any time for it? Finally. No. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, and so when I thought about that and I read about Dr. Hayden, I thought, you know, Hopefully, you, hopefully the listeners never run into somebody who doesn't have their best interests at heart in healthcare, but they need to know about it because it does happen, and hopefully it happens infrequently. But these are just the things that we know about. How many times does this stuff happen and get buried, you know, under the carpet? I one time witnessed a resident give somebody an IV push of a drug that should have been diluted and killed the person um, at a hospital that I was at. And the nurse was the one who got in trouble because she drew up the drug and um, should have read the label. Um, he, he went on to practice. He's a very successful doctor. Um, no ramifications, but it costs somebody their life. So it's really important for you guys to do your research on your docs. And that's why I say go to drdavidhelps.com and download my free resource, resource guide. I've done all the research. It's one-click access for you. Um, but... You know, if you get referred to a new doc, go up there and take a look at their reviews. See what kind of outcomes yes. they have. Yeah, don't put your don't put your life in the hands of somebody just because they have a white coat on. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you kind of alluded to the question of how does this how does this happen? And, and to me, clearly, to me, you know, it's not much different from religious institutions that we hear about. Uh, victims and no sexual abuse victims and not just Catholic it seems to transcend uh, a lot of religions and how does that happen it's because people or companies and organizations have put their prestige among the well uh, above the well-being of their uh, parishioners or in your case patients that's correct Um, and unfortunately you know it happens. It occurs. One of the things that uh, the listeners can do is if you get into a value-based arrangement, it's hard for these bad actors to operate in a value-based arrangement because if this guy had been getting paid on his quality outcomes, he would have gone broke. And in value-based, that's what they do. They give The insurance company gives the practice a certain amount of money and they either A, keep you healthy and out of the hospital, or B, they're going to eat the cost. 
So to have a bad actor in that just doesn't make sense, right? Because the practice would weed them out. Um, so that's one thing that you can do. But I mean, it's just you got to be careful who you entrust to care for you, uh, especially when you're out, you're knocked out with anesthesia and things like that. That's why I always advocate for having a family member or a patient advocate with you during those times, because I've seen situations with my uncle where a doc almost gave him the wrong medication that would have killed him. Um, and my aunt intervened and the, and the doctor still wasn't listening to my aunt. He told her to be quiet and go sit down. And you had to know my aunt, she, she had, was having none of it. So she kept on him and, and got the situation resolved. But wow. that's what, that's why it's so important. All right, with that, we got to begin wrapping it up. Final thoughts. This is a really important segment, and we hear it every once in a while. Every once in a while, but it really, to me, is worthy of a lot of uh, vigilance. I hate to say it; it's a sad testimony, but it, you know, it's worthy of that. We, uh, growing up uh, very close to kind of our family across the street, was uh, um, treated, had a surgery. And the anesthesia was completely off, and then they found out afterwards she died. So she went into a coma and then died a few days later. We found out later that, that this guy's had multiple issues that have popped up over the years. And uh, uh, really, her death became the final straw for the hospitals he had been affiliated with. Wow. I mean, look at the record. And so this isn't new. This is uh, something that's been going on for a long time. And so talk about buyer beware. Final thoughts from you. Yeah, just um, like I say, what you can do is be proactive and learn about the American healthcare system before you have to access it. Because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to need to access an American healthcare system. Um, so read, get that resource guide at drdavidhelps.com. Um, if you feel so inclined, there's a link to my book there that you can pick up a copy of my book and read a lot of people use it as an owner's manual basically so if they get, get into an insurance company mess they go to that chapter if they have pharmaceutical companies are hiking up their drug prices for a life-saving medication they go to that chapter um and yeah my final thought is be safe out there people yeah that's a good thought i'm kevin price always love talking to dr david wilcox you are listening to the nationally syndicated price of business Stay tuned for more after this.